When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. These two guys have Minnesota sports flowing in their veins. Mackie and Judd on Score North and scorenorth.com. I'll give you a dark horse team that I think makes sense because I think they can they can use some help on draws. Even though he doesn't play a lot of center anymore in Philly, he's still one of the best in the league at winning faceoffs. Is the Minnesota Wild who have come on, and and I think could really use them. So that's just another team to file away. But you know he controls the whole process, right? I mean, full no move has never played for another team. Where's his heart at? Where does his mind at? So he, him, and Papersan are, are basically going to dictate if and when he ends up somewhere. Mmm, mm. <laughs> so juicy. Mmm, reckless. So juicy. Yes. Happy Reckless Speculation Thursday to all who celebrate the lifestyle. Uh, a little bit of a different show here because so we got our guy Doogie sort of on standby. It's Wolves Trade Deadline Day. So if the Wolves make a trade, we're going to do a separate episode with Doogie. And if they don't make a trade, we'll do a separate episode with Doogie just later today. But there's so much bubbling beneath the NHL surface right now. Oh. Reckless Speculation. Wow. Bubbling sounder, that just like a sizzler. I miss the sizzler sounder. Don't you? I do. I, th- I feel like we that have was to a great explain that to the audience. A great was, reckless speculation. Well, the sizzler. I don't know if I remember the sizzler. So the you guys, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the sizzler restaurant. I know Judd and I are yeah. the audience, but uh, it's know, it's like a is it like fast casual? Is that how you would describe the sizzler? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Sit down, I guess. Sizzler. And uh, they had a weird, some sort of like internal messaging campaign or something that leaked out on YouTube. Like this is from like 30 years ago. And there was this weird sound effect at the end that said Sizzler. We used to have it in our system, but then somebody probably rightfully so deleted it. But we should maybe add that to reckless speculation. I think it would go very well with it. Sizzler. Sizzler. Super creepy. Reckless speculation. Okay. So let's get into some wild stuff here because that trade deadline is also on the horizon. I just, I just want to start. By slapping uh, Sean Simpson, TSN Simmer, on Twitter. I want to slap him on the back of the hand because he tweeted yesterday, hearing the Ottawa Senators are interested in Kevin Fiala from Minnesota. That would certainly be a great fit in their top six. He turns 26 in July. He's on a one-year deal at $5.1 million. He's a restricted free agent this summer with only one year until UFA status. You would want uh, a long-term deal in place. I just want to tell Simmer here, okay? Stop. You stop trying to take the Wild's best players during a stretch run in which the Wild can win a Stanley Cup. I really Simmer don't. Needs to, Simmer needs to simmer, simmer down, down a little bit. 
Sizzler, simmer. I really don't like the fact that he's bringing up what clearly appear to me to be a a summertime trade options now too. Like the de- the trade yeah. deadline March twenty first. Okay, so let's keep our eye on the prize. And like you're not going to make some random trade with the Sens for prospects or something right now. Um. So so let's just wait. Like there's plenty of we we need all of the off-season reckless speculation that we can possibly get so i love that but let's wait till then for well is he part. but is, is he floating this as a possibility for now which i don't think would make any sense for the wild there's no way they would make this trade now dex i went through the, the list of play there's nobody there's no trade i don't think that you can make with this with the sends right now that would cause you to trade fiala to them uh-huh. until the season's done uh, I mean, what's his name? Pierre, Mag- uh, Pierre McGuire. Pierre McGuire, who is now the like head of VP of hockey operations in Ottawa. Uh, he was at a Wild Sens game about a month ago now, three weeks back, to do some with little trade GM. shopping and with with the GM. So they were they were doing some GM scouting, I should say, not some trade shopping, but doing some scouting. And yeah. Chris Tierney's name on the Ottawa Senators has been someone who's been floated about to the Wild. And Chris Tierney's a nice bottom six dude. He has like 40 career playoff games. But you, you get Chris Tierney for a fifth-round pick. Like, like Chris Tierney's not going to – he's better than Freddie Goudreau, but he doesn't necessarily move the needle. He'd be like the equivalent of getting a seventh-inning reliever in a playoff series. Like, th- there's a high-leverage guy, there's your second-highest-leverage guy, and then there'd be Chris Tierney, who's, who can get you maybe a situational out, right? He can win some Sam nice Dyson. draw. Yeah, he might be like Sam, Sam Dyson, if, Dyson. but like, but doesn't hurt cats. Like he's he's kind of the same guy. Knuckles, you, you know what? Uh, Simmer's problem: false start, false trade speculation start. <laughs> That's what we got there. We don't need that. I mean, they they do have like Drake Drake Batheson and Josh Norris are two young centers that are racking up a ton of goals and points for Ottawa. But I, I mean, and Ottawa's not good right now. But trading away legitimate top six centers is not an idea that I would be running with. So unless you get maybe one of those two back, I could listen to the Fiala rumor. But in general, no, don't don't you dare touch my beautiful number one boy, Kevin Fiala. Okay, so I think we all agree. Simmer needs to simmer down. Simmer down. The Wild should should not be trading Kevin Fiala. So now I, I bring your attention here on this Reckless Speculation Thursday to a Bleacher Report roundtable oh, from yeah. yesterday by the Bleacher Report NHL staff. Now, I don't know if that's just like two random dudes or if it's like 10, mm-hmm. but it's it's the Bleacher Report NHL staff. And the article is entitled, Where Should Claude Giroux Be Traded? A roundtable. Oh, you know, he's in the final year of an eight-year, $66 million contract. Wasn't he, if I remember, didn't they do like a... Like ten years ago, didn't they do like a? a oh, it, might, it was leading up to the Winter Classic. They used to do the Hard Knocks thing for uh, mm-hmm. HBO or Showtime, or whatever it was. And I remember the Flyers when he was young. He was like probably like second or third year in the league, and he was one of the stars of that show. So he's got a little personality. Uh, in the final year of an eight-year, sixty-six million dollar contract, he signed back in two thousand thirteen. You know, the Flyers are sitting near the bottom of the conference standings. He has a no-move clause, can dictate, as you heard off the top of that clip. But the first team mentioned in this article it says go wild minnesota should be Giroux's next stop so what do you guys think the wild i'm sure you guys dissect this all the time on uh, judd's hockey show but like what do they have to give up how much of an impact would he make is this 
a final piece to a Stanley Cup puzzle? Is it something beneath that? What are your thoughts? So as as uh, Pierre LeBron said off the top in the clip that Declan played, he has a full no-move clause. He's with a bad team. He's in the last year of his contract, so it behooves him to move, but he has full control of, I'll go there, I'll go there, I won't go there, okay? So assuming that he would come here, which, by the way, makes some sense, um, I think the Wild doesn't have to – give up as much as they would for an established center option who's under contract for sure. Because this would be a a almost certainly play through the playoffs, and then you're probably done here because of the salary uh, cap constraints that the Wild has. That being said, it's my opinion that you would probably have to give up a high draft pick. You would probably ha- have to give up a prospect or two. But – and. Dex and I addressed this on JHS a couple days ago after the Jets loss. When people thought I was panicking, I was not. I was just talking about the play, the, the fact that that game felt like a playoff game and sort of exposed where some problems might lie. I heard lie. you calling for a rebuild. Yeah, no. Reckless speculation. Walk it back all you yeah, want. Yeah. I am always, I am always in what could go wrong mode because I am always <laughs> searching for championships. Um, so the thing that we discussed and – Dex has talked about this before quite a bit. I tend to agree in this case. One is the Athletic just rated the Wild Farm System third in the entire league, which is damn good. Like, uh, Fenton started it, but Billy Guerin's done a great job of building that thing up. And by the way, those rankings went 10 deep, not 5 deep. So that's a deep system. Um, This is a chance where this team feels special. Like, they've got – they're not perfect, but they've got a lot of components. In a playoff series, they are going to need a center who can, as LeBron said, win draws, provide a veteran presence. And it's very important to find the right guy to fit into the room right now because this team works as far as the chemistry goes. Giroux is a captain with the Flyers. He gets that. Um, I think that this is a time where, where going back to fill your comparison for a long time now to the Cliff Lee trade, Oh, we all oh, Aaron Hicks. No, no, no. You don't understand. I'm not saying that the wild should give up a top three prospect, but I am saying I would give up a high draft pick and a prospect or two to make this work because I don't think there's any damn guarantee that you can say, well, we're not going to make the deal this year, but just wait. Mm-hmm. We're tired of waiting. And there have been some teams where I, I would say, don't do that. That's a mistake. This is one where I would say, do it. You've got a chance to yes. make to make a run. The beauty of having a top three prospect in the NHL is you you now have you have a luxury at your hands. You have a surplus. And Claude Giroux is a former captain. Um, he's someone who I think Billy Garian has a lot of respect for. Garian's not going to make a trade for the sake of making a trade. He's not going to pull a Fletcher um, and just bring someone in because this team needs a little bit of size or oomph to get through in the playoffs. If you get Claude Giroux, I mean, you're talking about a bunch of playmakers that can roll and can go toe-to-toe with Colorado. On the contrary, Emily Kaplan of ESPN said that Colorado could be the team to watch for Claude Giroux. And if Claude Giroux goes to Colorado, stop that. just concede. On it, like I, I don't mean I don't mean to say wave the white flag, but my God, Colorado would be terrifying with Claude Giroux as like the third best center on that damn team. Um, but if you're the Wild, I would 100% give up a first-round pick. I know they haven't given up many first-round picks uh, since Bill Guerin has gotten here. 
But if you give up Bill, if you give up a first round pick, let's call it Adam Beckman, who had a really nice prospect camp and is honestly, I think, like the tenth best prospect on that list that the Athletic provided. But he he provided some scoring touch. He's playing well in the AHL. If you're willing to give up a first round pick and Adam Beckman for that, I think that's where a conversation starts. And if you're a Wild fan and you're saying, "Well, I don't want to give up draft picks. I don't want to give up Adam Beckman." You can't just get Claude Giroux for pennies on the dollar. And if you have a chance to acquire one of the best centers in the last 10 years to make you deeper, you have to take that risk. You have to assume and take that risk. So go for it. Make the trade. Make Plan the trade. The parade. Make the trade. Plan, Plan the parade. parade. Make, Make the trade. Hey! Plan the parade. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here Here we go. Yes. Would you uh, would you care at all if if Giroux was just you know like a three month rent a player? No. Nope. Or would you want some assurances that he's like thirty four? I mean, no, he is, and that's fine. Just no, he's no. A, he'd be a mercenary for the stretch run, right? Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Which, which is which is what teams in this town don't trade for enough when it's clear that there's yeah. something special. Um, I, I am not looking for Garen to make a trade where he potentially gets ripped off. I am looking for a trade with a Flyers team that's awful, that's terrible, where it's value for value, but the value that you get is a guy that you can plug in from day one. You have to you have to give yourself a chance, I think, to say, okay, we're good. We got something special here. Do we have a chance against the abs? Because, I mean, that's the team. And and the reality is, I think you got a chance right now, but I mean, I see a lot of problems potentially when the playoffs start and when time and space gets taken away. Claude Giroux, I think, takes you to a place where you feel pretty good. Not saying that you feel like you're going to win for sure, but you're giving – this group deserves a chance. And Bill Guerin knows that. This group deserves a chance to contend for a Stanley Cup. And and I think a, a Drew trade that, yes, is a little pricey, but is not a terrible trade, gives you that opportunity. Let me ask, does this seem like a general manager that's going to hesitate to potentially pull the trigger on, like, oh, I don't know about a, I don't know, a first-round pick? Listen, you guys know what this is all about, right? Right? What's it all about? Bergie? Hard work, man. It's fun. that. This is about winning. Get the flag! What are you doing? Come on! Come on! Flag is out! Flag is flying! Like, it seems to me that he's made, you know, think about the moves he's made. He's he's not afraid to get uncomfortable. Hey, Suter, Parisi, sorry guys, this is going to be uncomfortable, a little bit weird. You guys are gone. Because yep. all, all we care about is winning. We want the chemistry to be right. I don't think he seems like the type of GM that's going to balk at the price tag. If if Giroux is the guy, you know, again, hockey can get really wacky and random in the playoffs, but you're looking to give yourself an extra 5-10% chance, right? An extra just an extra body that can help you beat a team like Colorado in one extra game in a seven-game series, right? Like I don't think he's going to balk at giving up future assets to to put money. And by the way, like you guys talk about this it becomes harder going forward yeah. because you've you've got dead money on your cap. I and mean, this is this is kind of the year, and he knows right? that. He knows that. The thing too is is when you say what he said at the start of camp there to Spurgeon 
and and the entire team. You can't say that and then get gun shy. Ah, uh, but I can't do that. <laughs> like like you are committing. You're yeah. telling them drop the pretense of let's have fun because that's a bunch of BS, right? This is about winning a Stanley Cup. So if that's going to be what you tell them, you damn well and Garrett knows this. He's won four cups, and I think has the has the intestinal fortitude to, to do this. You got to come back then, and when it's time for you to, to deliver as the GM, you got to deliver. So like that's a two way street. The credibility there. So yeah, I I really think too that if you get a guy like Giroux and plug him into your top two lines. You are now giving yourself playoff wise um, some ability to where if if the Kaprizov line gets slowed, the Fiala line can take it. If the if the Fiala Boldy line gets slowed a little bit, the Zuccarello Kaprizov Hartman line can take it. There's no Pominville. No, there's no Pominville. There's no Parisi. There's no Suter. I watched him him play for Mitchell. the Stars last night. Thank God he's gone. Um, so yeah, I, I, th- I think that this reckless speculation by the time that we hit the deadline, the afternoon of March 21st, I think it's going to turn into reckless speculation to real delivery but, of the goods. But to what extent, I mean, obviously this is, you know, it's one thing to be willing to pull the trigger if you're Bill Guerin, but then it's another thing to get Claude Giroux to wave his, I mean, he, Claude Giroux dictates, dictates this, right? Yeah. This, so if there are a small handful of teams all making offers. It doesn't really matter what the offers are. If he only green lights a trade to one of those teams, it's, it's out of Bill Guerin's hands. So, you know, as you guys look at the potential teams that could make this trade, what's the likelihood that he would want to play for Minnesota? Right, right now, I, I would probably put it low. Uh, I would put it under 50%. So where... If, if you're looking at Colorado, that would be, I think, his ideal destination. They're built now. They're ready to win a cup. Um, Drew's been to a cup before with the Flyers. But, I mean, he's 34 years old. He knows his time's not as, as spry as it used to be. But this is where I think also having Bill Guerin helps. If it was Paul Fenton or Chuck Fletcher, funny enough, who is the GM right now in Philadelphia, uh, running the Wild, there's no way in hell one of those two can go to the poker table with Giroux's agent and say, why don't you come to Minnesota? We have all this laid out for you. This is where Guerin's experience as an executive and a player, I think, does pay dividends. Uh, Garen, when he was a player, was someone who, when he was tailing off towards the end of his career and he went to Pittsburgh, he wasn't the player he was, but how can I help Sidney Crosby and Malkin get the most out of that entire team? How can I be a role player? I can't be the guy anymore, but how can I still help that team? And Giroux isn't at that point in his career where he's, he's not playable and he's not contributing offensively yet like Bill Guerin was when he went to Pittsburgh, but having Bill Guerin at that negotiation table can I think sway someone like Claude Giroux, who's probably right now on February 10th, iffy of the idea of, do I really want to go to Minnesota? Is that really the best chance for me when I could potentially go to Colorado? But I think having Garen in that poker table discussion is a huge advantage. You can, you can swing them. I'll throw this out, too. There's just kind of digging through some of the reports here. The other two teams I keep seeing linked to Claude Giroux, and some of this, some of this is reporting, some of this is just like, you know, educated speculation. But. Speculation. The Boston Bruins, who are kind of a fringe playoff team right now. They've played fewer games than a few teams yeah. above them in the Eastern Conference. Yep. But they're like Boston's a good team, but they're not a lock yet. Correct. And then Calgary is another team 
It's funny because Calgary is another one of those teams that's played like way fewer games than the teams they're chasing in their own division. Uh, they have the third best uh, goal differential in the Western Conference. I don't know if uh, Calgary is, I feel like, kind of an afterthought in some of these discussions because it's not a big American market like Boston. It's not the state of hockey, Minnesota, Colorado, right? But, you know, like if you're Claude Giroux and let's say, let's say Colorado's out, because I, th- I think that's kind of the no If you want to win a cup, you probably go to Colorado. But if it's Wild versus like Calgary or Wild versus Boston, oh, I think the Wild have a chance in oh, that definitely. discussion. Definitely. And I, I think the key too is because um, Claude has been uh, with the Flyers for so long. I think part of it too is hockey players, especially like that, are, are ordinarily such team-oriented, loyal guys that I think if, if you're Fletcher there now, if – the Wild is clearly offering you the best package. You got to go to Claude and say, "Hey, dude, we are in dire straits here. We need help, and this package that we're going to get for, for you is superior or or better than what Boston is offering us." So I would use that as well. Um, so it's going like it's going to be expensive. My point is, I just don't know um, if we're going to be sitting here a year from now or two years from now when this franchise is far more cap strapped and saying, I think this team can win a cup. Um, I'm the first to, to say when I don't think a team has a, a chance, you know, the, the Vikings should do this. I mean, if they win a few more, you know, if they just won a few more games, they're a good team. Zim's gone. I'm like, no, they really weren't like, like quit, quit with that. You're kidding yourself. This wild team is, is good. Like it's a real team and it's got a real chance. And and I think that we would, if they don't do something, I think we're going to look back on this a, a lot like that, what, 2010 Twins? And um, the 2017 Twins, and the 2019 yeah. Twins, yeah, 2000, and the well, 2006 yeah. Twins, get, and the 2004 Twins. Well, but if you go get Sam Dyson, give me a break. You know, we got Sam Dyson and Sergio, and that's going to, okay, that's, okay, those are add-ons. But what did you do to significant, significantly upgrade your team to beat playoff teams mm-hmm. and so i think that if they don't make a trade garen the team and the fan base is going to look back and say that was an opportunity that i don't know is just going to be on on a regular repeat mode for the next two or three years did you guys know by the way the twins haven't won a playoff game in their last 18 tries they're that's impossible in that's, the last 18 that's impossible games. That is crazy. no, no, that can't happen. Yeah, did you know that they have uh, that they have leaned on Randy Dobnak and Brian Dunsing in playoff games against the Yankees because they no. failed to acquire no, I wasn't a top there. of the line starting pitcher at the trade deadline. Uber yeah. driver, I wasn't there for that at all. I I didn't hear that. So if it's not Claude Giroux, are there any other needle moving potential acquisitions that you guys could see? Are there any goalies out there who who if I feel like. Claude Giroux seems like the most. Uh, first of all, it would, be, it would be a blast, but it just seems like a perfect fit of veteran experience. You're cracking, he can still have play. to have some guys, huh? You tell me. You're cracking. <laughs> you're cracking. You want to ask I me to name three Kraken players? I love I your Kraken. I love that team. That's a great expansion. It's team. a great arena. I'll give you that. The hockey whisperer has focus on one team right now, even though he's based in in the city of the Kraken. He can only he do one like thing. Like half a mile away from the no, arena. He does. The hockey whisperer has been to you the. You might want to drop in climate pledge. Check them out for the us. The Hockey Whisper has for, for a couple uh, entertainment yeah. shows, but yeah. not for an actual hockey game yet. 
That's happening at some point here. Dex? The tickets were wildly expensive early in the season. I now bet. Now the Hockey Whisperer, it's oh, more than the Hockey Whisperer's budget. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, another guy, JT Miller is a name from Vancouver that's been also banded about to the wild. The problem with JT, uh, not from the player standpoint, is his contract is he's under a very affordable deal. He's only making like five and a half million dollars, I believe, through next season. So on, on paper, that's that's great. But then also he's not going to come cheap either. He's 27 years old and you'd probably have to part with Fiala to probably do so. Plus significant more draft capital to make a trade like that happen. That, team control, yep. Yeah, and so the team control kind of makes things a little mucked up there. Thomas Hurdle was someone from San Jose that I was throwing out a year ago or even this summer that maybe you could potentially go get, but the Sharks look like they're actually not going to be horrible, so they can turn things around quickly, and I don't think they're going to be um, eager to move someone like Thomas Hurdle who spent his entire career there and loves San Jose. The The interesting part about Claude Giroux, too, that we don't weigh in, and, and uh, any player who you acquire is hockey is one of those sports where if you're bought into the culture and you're bought into the team, you'll you'll take less money because you like the direction of the team where it's going. I mean, they got Joel Erickson Eck for a steal when you really look at it. They've gotten Ryan Hartman to somehow agree to a $1.8 million deal, and the dude's going to be a 30-goal scorer this season. They, Under the table. They, they, they learned from Glenn Taylor. Just hey, don't, no wink, paper trick. Wink, wink, no. wink, wink contract <laughs> in Bill Guerin's drawer. Yes. So I, I, I think that part of the discussion, too, because I think Greg Wyshynski was come on with us before too. He's mentioned that where it's not like baseball or basketball where when trade deadline moves happen, they're going to then go to the open market at the end of the season and cash and look for the biggest deal where hockey players, they tend to buy into where a team is going and will take less money. So that, that also is a fun part that we have to consider when you are acquiring someone like Claude Giroux. Yeah. This is so much fun. This My point is though, it's a blast, man. I don't care. He can walk. I really don't care. Yeah, I don't care. I, I want I want the Wild to give themselves the best possible shot. All right. Are we all committed then on this show? Because I, 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 what I hear a lot with the Twins discussions as we as we fight over the year, we haven't, we've talked Twins like once since the trade deadline last year, and I don't know when the next time is that we're going to talk Twins. But One too many times. When we used to talk Twins and take pride in talking Twins, yep. um, we used to, you know, don't worry about your top prospects. Don't worry about, like, Royce Lewis hasn't played a game. I think Royce Lewis is going to be good, but you have to make those trades. If you can win a championship now, you have to be willing to make those trades and be fine if those prospects turn into awesome players going forward. And you might whiff. I think there was a time, there's been a couple teams uh, in baseball where, like, top, top prospects will be traded for rent-a-players, and then yep. you'll you'll lose in the first round of the playoffs, and now you've lost, like, three of your best prospects. Sure. You have to be okay with that. Yeah. So can we make a pact on this show that if they trade a first-round pick and a good young player for Claude Giroux, and then they get bounced in the second round of the playoffs, and Claude Giroux goes somewhere else or back to Philadelphia for, for next season? Sure. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Full disclosure, I, I said this before, I am not going to trade my top three prospects, but you don't need to. That that's why I'm I'm not going to make a trade for a guy with team control, who I have to, to give up, Rossi, Boldy, um, Boldy or Wallstead. After that, though, that that's what makes this great. You've got a franchise that, that was ranked third in the entire league among prospects and goes ten deep. Um, will, will I give up a top five prospect? Absolutely, yes, yes. I'm hanging on to those t- top three. Uh, but in a Drew trade for a guy that I can get the rest of the season from and the playoffs from, I will trade you. 
prospects four through 10 in some form like yeah. one or two or a draft pick as well. So yes. Um, I just don't want us to be talking about the 2021, 22 wild in a couple of years. And again, be lamenting the fact that, Oh man, that, and here's the thing too. Don't do a Martin Hansel trade. Now I don't think Bill, Bill Garen would, um, but we also do these in this town and hell, the twins love this one, that second tier trade. Well, we'll, we'll bolster her a little bit, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, we'll, we'll go get Sammy Dyson. You don't understand. Um, yeah, well, make a, out. make a move, out. make a move that at least makes you appear all in not a, yeah, we got a, we got a fourth line center and he's going to help us a lot. Actually, he's not going to help but, you a lot. But he also might help you a to bit. that point of the prospects, if, if you can get Thomas Hurdle and San Jose says, ah, we want Jesper Wallstead. I'm not balk. I'm not saying no. I am. I'm not, not trading. But okay, not but trading goal, here's not the thing, though. Here's the thing: your goaltenders in the NHL take like five years to develop. They take forever to develop, and once they're and, there, and once yeah. they're there, as we're learning with Kapokakinen, you don't know if they're ever going to work out. So I know Thomas Hurdle is a number one center and can help me get with size and go toe to toe with Colorado. I'm not worried about in 2027 if Jesper Wallstedt's my number one goaltender, if Thomas Hurdle helped me compete for a Stanley Cup in the present. That's what I care about, and I can totally get down with moving him. And if, if I was not descending into cap hell, I, I'd be more open to that train of thought. But I'm telling you, there's a guy on the market right now in for Drew sure. who, who I can make a trade for, and I don't have to trade Wallstedt. Mm-hmm. And plus, it would be... I think that the Sharks asking price would make you feel by the be, by the end of the trade ripped off. And Garen's not going to get ripped off, but he will make a fair trade. And you can make a fair trade. I'm not I'm not implying the team should mortgage their future. I am saying that that there is somewhere between what the Twins do, which is oh we can't no no not him either no no we've got a guy we got a guy in high school that we like we'll draft him for you someday or something. There's a happy medium between that and getting pillaged. And I think the Wild knows how to get there. Bill Guerin's a smart dude. I think that they will, but I don't think that this is yeah. is one of those opportunities or teams. Where where we think, well, this team's got got a chance, and a realistic person's like, no, this team has no chance. Which was like the Vikings make the trade, plan the parade, make make the trade, yep. plan the parade. Can you imagine the cup parade? Oh, I'll be. Oh. I me and Surly Fury. I'm Dude, not coming into work that day. I'm. I'm as I'm you take be, a sip out of your day, Stanley, as you day. take a sip out of your Stanley's mug, my, my Stanley's mug with the Stanley Cup. At at the, the bar, the Stanley Cup. at the at at Surly <laughs> Brewing Company, and we got Declan. I love Declan. Says I'm not coming into work that day, dude. You wouldn't show up for two weeks. I wouldn't. I would use all my. Like, va- here's the fun kidding? part. The fun part is, I there's a big golf family vacation that's happening mid June. It's our first big family vacation we're doing mm-hmm. in three years, right so around the Stanley Cup. So if so it's wild Tampa Bay, I'll be in Tampa Bay. Ready to plan that parade? Oh. Ready to ready to be hanging out with the wild, getting hammered in Tampa Bay, baby. I'm I'm thinking I'm working just, smarter, not harder here. Okay, just just don't take vacation right in the middle of NFL free. Agency. That won't happen again. That's not that. Yeah. There's no vacation plan for, the Stanley for Cup, March. We prefer that you also not be gone. We'll yeah. we'll plan that as as we get there. But if I'm in Tampa like Bay, we got a big. We'll crew. figure it out. Yeah, we'll bring right. in the 14th producer. I'm Jimmy Butler. Exactly. You need producer. me. Um.
Hey, shout out to Federated here, too, for helping fuel this reckless speculation on the show here. Federated is all about what's well, kind of like what the Wild are trying to do. You already have a really good business. How can you get to that next level? And Federated is all about helping you do that as a business owner through risk management, tools, resources, people. Federatedinsurance.com to find out more information. And remember it, Federated. It's our business to protect yours. So reckless speculation. We're going we're gonna to wrap for now. We're giving you kind of an abbreviated Mackie and Judd here because uh, we will catch up with Doogie once we know what the Timberwolves are or aren't doing on deadline day here. We've got James Harden floating stuff to to Woj today. That's it's a glorious so the, day. The, the Woj the Woj camp is has stuff coming in from Harden, and the Windy camp has it from Harden or someone else, and it's totally different. Hmm. Uh, yeah, well, see how it plays out. ESPN on ESPN crime. (laughs) Like they have totally different messages. Like who, what the hell is going on here? You never know. Reckless speculation. The last thing, screw baseball. Screw baseball. Manfred's going to talk today. He's He's talking now. Okay. Screw baseball. He's a moron. That's all I got for you. Have fun with boxing and horse racing. All right. Uh, We'll be back with some more reckless speculation at some point. Thanks for hanging. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.